Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a lovely day. I am recording a very last minute, very impromptu podcast episode based on some questions that I've been getting in the last couple of weeks. Sorry, I just had to clear my throat because my voice sounded very weird in that intro, I know. Um, But basically, I asked on Instagram stories on my education Instagram about a week and a half ago what questions you guys had about how I stay organised and like what my workflow is. And I got loads and loads of questions on it. So I'm going to just answer these questions um, before I get in the car and drive to Cornwall because that's what I'm doing just after this, if you want to know. So the first question is on my list is how do I prioritise multiple projects? Do I have any timelines I set myself and what do I tell clients? Um, this is a good question because it's not that easy and it's not obvious I think when you're starting out but I try to limit myself to two jobs per week so I wouldn't ever really do more than two paid shoots in a week that being said I also try to limit myself to just three shoots a week I find that any more than two or three shoots a week takes it out of me both physically um, my body like gets physically tired when I shoot Um, and also mentally like I just can only do so much so I try to limit myself to that Um, and then when it comes to like juggling multiple projects I basically just have a very closely scheduled diary I make sure to check in with clients about a week and a half to two weeks before shoots are taking place Um, and just constantly check in with like, what do I have to be doing? I have a great weekly planner on my desk that I use every single week. It's by my best friend, my best friend, Anna, who makes them. She actually designs them and she sells them on her website, uh, which is byrosanna.co.uk. Um, if you can't find it, just DM me. But basically she has like a Monday to Sunday planner. It's just a pad of paper and I use it to put my to-do lists on. I tend to make my to-do lists, as I was saying, my dog just started barking, so I had to start again. Um, So I tend to do my planning on Sunday evenings. I like to sort of come into my office in either the afternoon or the evening and just take five minutes to sit down and look at the week Monday to Friday or Monday to Sunday, depending on what's going on, and look at what I need to do the following week. Um, If I have any shoots on that week, I will put them on my weekly planner so that I can see them in front of me. And then I'll jot in on like the rest of the days that I have free, what I need to do on those days. And some tasks I get done really quickly. Some of them take a lot longer, so I'll like allocate more time for them. But um, that's basically how I do it. I don't have any like magical tricks or anything like that. So I hope that that's helpful. (laughs) Um, the next question was, do you edit your own images or use an editor to help you get it done quickly? 
depends on the project and it depends on the shoot but more and more these days I am outsourcing my retouching to retouchers. Um, retouching is, is a completely different, uh, what's the word, completely different job, set of skills to photography, like they're vastly different, you're basically painting on a computer when you're retouching, whereas when you're taking a picture you're using a camera as a tool to take a picture and you're manipulating settings. So it's a very different thing to do. And I personally don't love editing. Like I just want to be shooting and going out and creating stuff. I don't want to be sitting in front of the computer and editing. It's also why I like shooting film because generally the film just comes out and looks great and I don't need to do anything to it. So um, I'm more and more these days outsourcing. However, not every client would be right to outsource or not every client needs skin retouching so I if the client doesn't need skin retouching I will do it myself especially if it's just a little bit of color correction here and there um, so yeah that's what I do but it's definitely quicker and more preferable for me to um, outsource my retouching. Um, the next question is, how many images do you send to clients? That is, again, like discussed on a one-to-one -one basis with the client and it will totally depend on how many products they've shot or we've got to shoot or how many images they need for social media or, you know, do they shoot everything for the whole year in one go or do they shoot every month and update regularly with the collections? So depending on what it is they need, um, I will tailored to them specifically how many images they need so it's just a discussion with them each time uh do you keep everything on one hard drive no this is important um so up until well still now i have always had two hard drives on the go two external hard drives so i use lissy hard drives they're the big ones with the orange like coating around them um and so I've had that set up where one of them is plugged, they're all both plugged into my computer at all times. And there's one main one and then one that acts as a mirror to the other one. So that it's constantly copying itself onto the other hard drive. I also use a cloud-based storage called Backblaze, which is really, really good and very affordable compared to most um, backup softwares and cloud softwares. So I do recommend looking into that. However, I am actually having myself built by an IT like technician specialist, a friend of my boyfriend's. Um, they're make, they're, he's making me a RAID system, which I'm not going to go into the full details of it because I actually don't know all the details of it. But essentially what it is, is a server that's going to be separate to my computer and will have five hard drives in it that are like gonna add up to 10 terabytes or something. And then they will always back up to each other and there'll be a mirror of each of each one of them. And that means that if one of the hard drives fails, I've got four extras of all the same content. I'm also gonna have my um, computer backed into that and there's gonna be cloud storage with that. Like I've invested a lot of money into this backup system because I've just got to a point where I have hard drives all over my office and they could fail at any time and I don't want to lose things. So I'm having this system built and once it's here 
and it's working and I know how it works, I'm probably going to do another podcast episode all about how it works to share the information. But if you want to look it up, like just look up RAID systems. That's R-A-I-D systems. So next questions. Is staying creative whilst having to deliver on time a problem for you? Um, not really, because I tend to have enough time before projects and, well, yeah, before projects is when all the creative stuff happens. So I tend to give myself as much time as possible to get creative and think about what we're going to do. But I've never had a problem with staying creative in that way. Um, Most of my projects mean that I have enough time beforehand to plan for them so I make sure that they're fun and creative in that way um am I always creative am I always feeling creative no but that's also why I plan my shoots in advance as much as possible because if I wake up on the day of the shoot and find that I'm not feeling very creative at least I've planned it all in advance so that I know what I have to do and I can just recreate my plan and not have to be coming up with ideas on the spot because I never want to rely on my on the moment creativity to have amazing imagery come out of a shoot I think that would be a bit risky on my part and is what I used to do and then obviously often often I would come home from shoots and they wouldn't be as good as I'd hoped because I hadn't planned them so planning is key um how many shoots are you planning per week or per month so like I said I I said earlier, but I tend to do anything between two and three shoots a week. My happy place is two. That's like where I'm I'm really good. Um, do you have any iPhone apps that you can link to your Mac so that you can work on both? Ooh, no, I don't think I do. Um, I can list you a bunch of really good apps though. One of my favorite apps is one called Lumos, which is, I think it's free. And it shows you where the sun is going to be at any given point anywhere in the world. So right now I've just opened it up in my office and I can swivel my phone around and I can see that the sun is going to set just bef- just in front of my office at eight o'clock. So it's really cool. And you can move the time like ahead in the future so that you can see what the day, what the sun's going to be like on a certain day. And it's really handy if you're planning location shoots. So definitely look at, into getting that one. Um, I don't think I have any other apps that I use though for my phone. Like I'm really not that techie. I use um, an app called Later to plan my Instagram posts and like schedule them in advance. Um, and that's a really good one. I really recommend Later. It's got auto scheduling, which means you can literally just do them in advance, not think about them and they automatically post. Um, so that's really good. How long do you give yourself to edit pictures? That's a good question. So one of my biggest philosophies is to always under promise and over deliver. I always have to check myself before I say that because I sometimes say it the wrong way around. <laughs> um, so yeah, under promise and over deliver. And all that means is I tell my clients that it's going to take me two weeks to deliver the images, but I'll often get them to them within five days. And that means that the clients are super excited because they get them early. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes clients need the images like really quickly and I will always do my best to get them to them like within 48 hours if I if they really need it. Um, but I like to give myself a two week window just in case like life gets busy or 
jobs get busy or just something happens in my life that means I need to take longer. So I like to give clients a two week deadline. That's generally what I do. Uh, If we're shooting video though, like that, we need like a month and a half to two months to do all the finals. So that's a different topic for a different day, but video takes a lot longer. Um, Next question. I find it difficult to plan multiple shoots at once. How do you do it without getting confused? This is a really good question. And honestly, it's just having file systems on your computer and you can use things like Trello. Trello is a free tool that's online and it's like a organization project management tool and you can create different boards and I don't do this myself anymore because I don't really need to I, I, I think I'm just really naturally lucky and I'm naturally organized but if you're not definitely look into Trello as an app because like I said it's free and it's really handy and you can you could create boards that are like ongoing what do I need to do today what's done and what's delivered and those kinds of things. There's so many YouTube videos on how to use Trello as a project management tool. So that might be worth looking into. Um, but I, one thing I do have on my computer, so I have my filing set up where I've got a photo shoot plans folder. And then within my photo shoot plans folder, I have an ideas bank which is just full of ideas for shoots and they're full of like mood boards that I've made and saved and that way whenever I come to a point where I want to start planning a new editorial for example I can just dip into that ideas bank pull an idea out and go I also create separate folders for each client in there and then anytime a project is finished and it's over I will move that client's folder from the photo shoot plans folder into a completed folder and that means that I can at any moment open up my files and see what jobs I have that are still ongoing so for example I have a bunch of shoots in the next five six weeks with different brands that I've been planning since some of them since February um, but we've had to delay because of Brexit and factory delays and all kinds of things. So those are folders in my de- in my computer that I can access at any time and check in and see what I need to do. Um, but that's that's pretty much all I do. Um, I hope that's helpful. Let me read the next question. How do you structure your days and weeks in terms of pitching, admin, editing, works, 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 um, etc.? I'm also curious. How do you make time for friends and family, etc.? Uh, also, a really good question. So, I really like, if I can, to keep Mondays and Tuesdays days is where I don't shoot. Um, I don't know why, but I find I'm super productive on Mondays and Tuesdays, and then I'm less productive with like admin-y stuff from that point onwards. So I like to keep Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, Mondays tend to be days where I do like shoot planning, emailing with clients, get sending out contracts, sending out invoices, doing those kinds of things. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, if I'm at home and in the office, I will use those as pitching days. Little tip here, pitching is always better to be done on a Tuesday or a Wednesday and not so good on a Monday if you can avoid it. The reason being is that after the weekend, people come back to their desks and their offices and sit down and they've got loads of stuff to sort of get on with and 
power on through with. So if you're pitching to them on a Monday, they're not as likely to respond or see it because they're busy with stuff they have to do that week. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays are better days because by that point, they tend to be a little bit more organized. They've achieved the things they needed to achieve on the Monday. Things are in process and they can get on with it. So always pitch on a Tuesday or Wednesday, never pitch on a Friday, no one does any work on a Friday, everyone zones out on Fridays, so I don't do any pitching on Fridays, but I like to shoot on Wednesdays and Thursdays if I can, those are like happy days, Um, and then I try my hardest for family and friends to keep my weekends free, that's not always possible and I'm you know some some weekends I do have to work and my partner's very conscious of that and we that's fine but as long as it's not every single weekend um that's fine he also has every other Friday off so I try and keep Fridays free on those days where he's off so that we can have the weekend together um and then I don't work past 6 p.m ever in fact most days I finish work about half four if I'm not on a shoot obviously um and then my partner and I take the dog out for a walk and I like to cook like nice dinner in the evening and then we just chill in front of the tv and that is pretty much my solid routine every single day but I finish work early because I start work really early. I'm at my desk most days by 7.30 in the morning and I get a lot done in the first few hours of the day. Um, I'm a real believer in like, you should plan your working day around when you work best and not just conform to like the nine to five model because that's what you think you should do. If you work better in the afternoons, like make your afternoons your time to work. Whereas I'm super productive in the morning and less so in the evening. I also find that if I work past a certain hour in the night, I don't sleep and I really need my sleep. Like sleep is so important to me. So I never really ever work past six that's also why if you've noticed like I never do lives I never do anything very engaging where I have to be sort of around after six because I hate working late I just doesn't work for me doesn't work for my personality doesn't work for my lifestyle so that's how I manage all that um obviously there's some days where it's not possible and I'm on set till late and I've you know driving back home late but it's very infrequent and I keep that to once or twice a week at most if I have to. Okay. Um, and then there was one last question which was around like, do I give people gifts or do I send clients gifts? Um, how do I make the client experience enjoyable? Um, I don't send clients gifts. I think it's something I would love to do, but I've never actually done before. Um, You know, thinking about it now, it's something that could be quite an easy thing to do. I've just never done it. I think also with COVID and like we moved this year, so it's all been a bit like the, the everything's been a bit different this year and a bit weird. You don't really know where to send things because often I get addresses of offices as like the official place of work, but then people aren't in their offices. So it's a bit weird. But in terms of like how I make the client experience enjoyable, it's really simple things like making sure I reply to emails on time, 
being really friendly, being helpful, being flexible where I can, you know, whether they need like, if they need extra 10 extra images and it's going to be really easy for me to do, I'm not going to charge them extra. Like I'm just going to give them to them or, um, you know, I try to turn up early for things as much as I can. Um, I try, I just try to be really helpful as much as possible while still having strong boundaries in place. So it's about being helpful, but then also being able to say to someone like, I can't do that, but I can do this. Um, and then what else do I do? I'm just thinking on the top of my head here. If I do anything particular, just try and make the experience pleasant and easy. And I, I like to help with the pre-production as much as I can. And, and come. I, I suggest models often and uh, clients are often worried about like how to find models so I will I'll do that for them and I'll I'll reach out to the agencies that I know um but yeah that's kind of the things that I do oh and deli- I mean delivering files quickly that's another one like I said earlier under promising and over delivering um making sure that everyone's got what they need one thing I have done in the past which people do really like is um resizing certain images to be ready for social media or ready for Instagram stories you can do that as well that's really nice one um another thing I've done is I have now got a little tripod for the top of my camera that goes into the hot shoe and I can put my phone in that little tripod and film with my phone while I'm shooting and I've done that a couple of times on client shoots and they do really like it because it's like tiny bits of moving image um but filmed on an iPhone so not going to be as good quality as the fashion film that we normally do but it's good for things like reels um I also take a lot of behind the scenes if I can because clients love to be able to share behind the scenes of shoots that's always really cool um yeah that's basically everything I do so I hope that's answered some questions and been helpful. Um, I, I haven't had any other questions about it. So if you have any more questions about anything to do with planning and working and the day-to-day life, then feel free to send me a message and maybe I'll do a follow-up because it's fun to just record things and answer questions because it's easy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I hope you have a lovely day and I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed listening to it, come and let me know over on Instagram. My handle is at Olivia Bossart Education. I would love to hear from you. If you think you have a friend who would like to listen to this podcast as well, I would really appreciate you sharing it with them. Referrals are the best way the podcast gets more listeners, so I would be eternally grateful to you if you could do that. If you want to continue to learn with me, my website is oliviabossardeducation.com where I've got loads of freebies, blog posts, you can download a free pitching template and I've even got a free online workshop as well. If you have any ideas of topics you'd like me to cover or anyone you think I should interview, feel free to send me an email or just a DM on Instagram. My email address is info at oliviabossard.com and my Instagram handle, like I said earlier, is at oliviabossardeducation. I will see you in the next episode. Bye!